0: Jesus frequently uses parables to teach ordinary people as they are able to hear and understand. Images of sowing and growing show the vitality of God's kingdom. The Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the fourth chapter. Jesus said, The kingdom of God is as if someone would scatter seed on the ground and would sleep and rise night and day, And the seed would sprout and grow. He does not know how. The earth produces of itself first the stalk, then the head, then the full grain in the head. But when the grain is ripe, at once he goes in with his sickle, because the harvest has come. Jesus also said, With what can we compare the kingdom of God? Or what parable will we use for it? It's like a mustard seed which when sown upon the ground is the smallest of all the seeds on earth. Yet when it is grown, it grows up and becomes the greatest of all shrubs and puts forth large branches so that the birds of the air can make nests in its shade. With many such parables, he spoke the word to them as they were able to hear it. He did not speak to them except in parables, but he explained everything in private, to his disciples, the gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise you, o Christ. you may be seated. In case many of you wonder why all of a sudden we're going, I'm going back to this pulpit. Um, that I've said before maybe that the height with my, uh, my uh, new eye cataract. My glasses aren't quite right, and I have new ones waiting for me at the shop. So I can't see well at that place, so I'm over here. So nothing to be concerned about, although it's kind of cozy up here. Um, So let's pray. Our good and gracious God, we thank you for this beautiful day, this beautiful weather, although the heat's coming, but we complained about the rain, and now we've got the sun and the heat. So help us, Lord, to be gracious, children of God, who um, receive from you with thankful hearts. Help us to know that you have been there with us through everything, even when we forget to name your name or to give you thanks. So we pray, Lord, that you would grow in us a constancy of conversation with you that keeps us in touch and keeps us uh, guided by your hand and by your spirit in our lives together. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. You know, it's getting pretty late now to plant my seed packets that I have accumulated uh, over the last few weeks while it was raining so much. You know, when springtime comes, I can hardly, hardly contain myself when I go in a hardware store or a plant center and they got those whirling, spinning um, holders with all these colorful uh, seed packets and And uh, sunflowers, six-feet things, little things, I buy them all. So I, I kind of buy six one day, and then the next time I go in and buy six more. Well, it's turned out, at the moment, I have quite a few perennial seed packets and annual seed packets that are still, at this moment, waiting to be planted. It's kind of a shame, because I hope it's not too late, for them to blossom, take roots and get ready by uh, later in the summer. But one day I, um, I go out on my deck and I sit down and I put the seed packets there and I say now I'm going to go get my tools and I'm going to get ready to put them somewhere. Oh, and then I have to weed because I have sec- sections that need that. So then I need to go get my tools in the garage and then I forget the seed packets are in the back and I start working in the front and it goes on like this. And so Besides the rainy, rainy weather and all the mud, I'll confess, I'm going to sow some seeds this weekend. I've procrastinated long enough. But, you know, that's what we're talking about in today's gospel. It's so weird in today's gospel of Mark that it's a a little bit of a change-up parable, really, from Jesus, one that's only in Mark's gospel, those verses 26 to 29 are only in Mark, not in Matthew, Luke, or John. And here Jesus is telling the disciples, yes, the seeds do finally have to hit the soil for some germination to take place. But, but the growth, the process of timing, all seems to be strangely out of our hands in this story. The kingdom of God, Mark says, is as if someone scattered seed on the ground and then goes to sleep and rises, and and day and night goes through this pattern, but all the same, the seed sprouts and grows. He does not know how. The earth produces of itself, first the stalk, and then the head, and then the full grain, and it's harvested. Jesus, in today's lesson, removes any human effort from the harvest equation. It's odd because usually we're calling you to task saying, you know, we must roll up our sleeves and get busy, change the world, do social justice. But today's gospel, in only a few lines of Mark, removes all that human effort in the harvest equation. As New Testament professor Matt Skinner says, the seeds in this parable grow and produce without your help or your intricate knowledge of germination or photosynthesis or pelea. Thank you very much. In other words, the reign of God will take root, whether in the world, in imperial society, or in someone's heart. Jesus does not specify, but it will grow gradually and automatically. Wait, is Jesus saying that we can take a break? That kingdom-building doesn't all depend on our blood, sweat, and tears? That the kingdom of God will blossom with or without our excellent guidance and advertising and testifying to the world they better get on board or else? Well, in a word, yes. Yes, it's, it's quite different than some texts. We think we can only do the best at our events and uh, and the family gatherings, that we're not uh, really putting it all together if we haven't put everything we've got into that party or that occasion. We're not realizing that sometimes God can handle the affairs of our life or our family without our help. It's not all up to us in this parable. It's the teaching that more of God and less of me can be therapeutic. Controlling events in our life at work or at family is really something God's saying, turn it over to me. A lot of us, maybe some of the what they call type A personalities, think that they must manage everything. And this is what God has in mind. But today, Jesus in Mark's gospel is telling us something different. God's got this. God's got the whole world in his hands. So don't worry. All oh, the seed has to be planted, indeed, that is our calling. But then the parable says we rest, we sleep, we rise, and still the harvest will come. It's like one commentator described her son's graduation last week. Maybe you have been through this with your kids in the recent past, graduation from whatever. But she says, my oldest son graduated from high school. I knew it would happen, in theory, without my making it so. My oldest firstborn premature son graduated from high school all by himself. But as a parent, you know, you want to make it happen over the top, with a perceptible level of the extraordinary Post-ceremony, post-party, I'm just beginning to realize that it all happened on its own. And it all happened on his own. But for me, says his mom, this is an exceedingly difficult truth to accept, that things can come about, and quite well, thank you very much, without me. I don't know about you, but excelling and excellence Evidence of effort and clear indication of my accomplishments are how I assess my worth, my to-do list, which must be longer than anyone else's. So Mark's gospel offers a corrective this morning to all of us control freaks who think that everything depends on us alone and our energy. To lodge the kingdom of God's growth and expansion in the world to God's grace and generosity is what Mark is saying. It's not about us, his children's excellent human efforts and hard work. To God be the glory, says Mark. We are not the only one who can run the world and grow God's kingdom. So, my fellow disciples, in whom God sows the seed of his word, how well is your heart tilled and prepared this Sunday to receive this gospel word? We Lutherans should recognize it as abundantly grace. We sing together, Lord, let my heart be good soil, open to the seed of your word. Where are you willing to plant seeds yourself this week? At the shore, on vacation, at work? Start in small ways. The seed needs to be planted. Tell a friend about your faith, for instance. Invite a colleague to outdoor worship. Offer to say the prayer before a meal with friends. Or do as my old friend does with her summer flowers. Press them till they're dried and make greeting cards, adding Bible verses on the cover. Verses of comfort and healing and thanksgiving. Ask the kids to join you in doing that. They might plant a seed at just the right time, too. And then God will bring forth a bountiful harvest. I suggest that we all plant seeds, and according to Mark, let God take care of the rest, for the harvest will come in God's time, and it will be amazing. Amen.